You're listening to A1R Psychic Radio, Earth's number one psychic radio network, and watching Moonstruck TV and Lightning Television. Welcome. Time for Amanda Hall Psychic with Amanda Hall. Live from amandahallpsychic.com.au. Connect direct. In North America, dial 888-454-2751. In London, 203519-2158. In Sydney, dial 02-8488-3147. Or online, contact us through our Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Psychic Radio. Ask1radio.com or moonstruck.tv. This is Amanda Hall Psych on A1R, the Ask One Radio Network. Welcome to A1R Psychic Radio here on Moonstruck TV with Amanda Hall Psychic all the way from the Gold Coast. I hope you've had an absolutely fantastic week wherever you are in this planet of ours. Hasn't it been an interesting week? I mean, we've had so many changes. We've had the death of of uh, Prince Philip in, in the UK, and I know that that's affected a lot of people around the world. Whether you're a royalist or not, I think it's sort of such a milestone when someone gets a few months away from their 100th birthday, you can't sort of look at that and not say that that's an amazing innings, it's an amazing life, and as the world reflects on the good and the bad parts of what he did in his life, and we all have both parts, that's what makes us a human being, I think it's nice for the world to sort of come together and focus on something like that to look at, you know, the amazing things that have happened over nearly a 100 years in that man's existence on the planet, the things that have changed, the technology that we've all seen and different, you know, viruses and illnesses that have come, that have gone, that they've brought under control, that no longer are the threat, and now we have our new threat called COVID-19. But, you know, when you look back at measles used to be a very serious thing, so did smallpox and polio and all those sort of illnesses and, and a lot of what we term as today's childhood illnesses were a real threat and were really killing a lot of people. So we have to look to medicine and, and be very thankful to medicine and science for the great advances that it does make throughout the centuries and keeping us safe. So we all have to play our part. So this week I'm really pleased and excited to say that the Secrets of Tarot card this week is one of my favourites. It's the star. Now, when I see the star card, I look at this and I see brightness. I see hope. I see that things are sort of turning a corner. We can actually wish upon a star. The star card also has a, a little bit more of a ambiguous sort of meaning. It's telling you that it could, even though it brings brightness and hope, it could bring excesses. So be careful not to become too greedy. As you can see when you look closely at the card, she's tipping jugs of water out into the water as if she has excesses there. Now, that's really important to understand that even though if things are starting to go well in your life, that it's not the time to become greedy. It's the time to really look at what it is that you're wanting to bring into your life and make sure that you share with other people as well. Let's share the wealth around, I think. And I think that's a really good message for this week, that no matter what we've got, I think we can share it around with other people, even if it's just a smile or being kind to someone or doing somebody a favour by cooking them a meal and dropping it off if you know that they're unwell or have been, you know, confined to home for too long. Just a small gesture can make such a big difference in other people's lives. So I really want to sort of, you know, now get into the astrology section of the week and my necklace is crooked and it's annoying me. I have to straighten it. I'm sorry. I don't like things crooked. Now, we have uh, quite an emphasis this week on, on still the Aries energy in the chart. Now, Aries, as I touched on last week, 
is the beginning point. It's like it's the beginning, it's the new year of the astrological cycle, which starts with Aries being the first sign of the zodiac. So the Aries energy is about fire. It is about determination and it is also about being very self-absorbed. Now, I don't make any excuses for that. I think there's times in our lives where we do have to put ourselves first. We do have to be self-absorbed and we have to do this because it's our way of leading or showing other people how that they can get motivated, get up off the couch and make their life work and their dreams become a reality. And if we didn't have that, I don't think we'd ever get anywhere. So you've got to bear in mind with Aries being the first sign of the Zodiac, the brand new year, it's sort of like a re-energized sort of feeling. It's asking us to do that. Now, interestingly enough, the first planet leading the charge this week is Chiron, which isn't actually known as a planet. It's affectionately known as the wounded healer in astrology. And this is where we look in a chart for where somebody needs to heal. Now, I'm going to take this and look at the chart as being the world as the globe that we're living in at the moment. Now, with Chiron leading the charge, I feel we have a responsibility, each and every one of us, to really start looking at what we can be responsible for in the battle, in the fight against COVID-19. Now, you might sort of shrug your shoulders and roll your eyes and say, oh, it's all too hard, Amanda. I'm, I'm tired. I'm fatigued. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of hearing about it. I'm sick of thinking about it. I'm sick of my life being tipped upside down and I can't go and do and please as I normally could. I can't travel. I can't see family. We've been lockdowns. We've been out of lockdowns. We've just had so much confusion. Yes, I understand all that and that's the human element of us. But if we all collectively for a very short period of time probably less than two months, all wore a mask and all did what we were told, I believe collectively as a globe we could put this virus in the rear vision mirror. We could put it behind us. But to do that, we all have to make that conscious decision of today's the day I'm going to be the start of my own personal battle. I'm going to war with COVID, me, myself and I. And I hope everybody else joins in on the battle with me and we can beat this. Now, Chiron, the planet, the wounded healer, or the wounded healer is actually conjunct or holding hands. Mercury, the planet of communication at the moment. So it's really interesting when you start to put those two things together. And sometimes communication isn't always about talking, singing, writing, sending an email or a text. Sometimes it's about just the thoughts in our head, getting our head in order, getting our head into the game and sort of saying, okay, right, this is what I can do. You know, I've got Chiron there pushing me, telling me what to do, but I've now got to get my head straight. I've got to get it into my head that I have to personally take responsibility, not just for myself, but for everybody else that I know and love in the world. So I'm not just doing it for me, I'm doing it for you as well. Now, I feel that's the important part. Then we've got Chiron holding hands with Mercury. Then we go from Mercury holding hands to the sun, which is where the sun is at the moment, is in the sign of Aries, and only has, you know, less than 10 days left there. So let's, you know, utilise this energy while we can. So the sun is then actually holding hands or conjunct Venus. So this is something that we've got to put into our armour to say this is something that I love and I want to do. So we've really got to be very passionate, I believe, about becoming determined about beating COVID. You know, if we all do this almighty push, 
for probably less than two months, I really do believe we can make a difference. And I'm not saying ignore anything that's going on in your local area. And I'm not saying ignore vaccinations if, you know, you have that opportunity and you feel that that's right for you. There's no hard and fast rules on what's right for everybody. It's a personal thing. And I think that's the thing that we all have to understand and respect. Some people are very much against vaccinations for their own personal reasons. I'm not saying that that's the right thing to do and I'm not saying it's the wrong thing to do. I'm saying let's not sit in judgment of our fellow man. Let's accept what their decisions are that they've personally made for themselves that they believe is right for them. And let's focus our energies on collectively trying to beat this virus once and for all. So the other part that I want to talk about in astrology this week is Uranus, the planet of the unusual and unexpected. Now, Uranus is very much to me like the tower card in the tarot cards. It's like the bolt of lightning. It's the things that happen suddenly, fast. It clears everything out of the way. And sometimes it's got to be seen as being destructive or catastrophic so that we then get the good that comes from behind it. It's almost like I always say to people, be very careful when you're around Uranus or you start working with the Uranian energy because you can send a message out to the universe by voicing it and not really mean it. And Uranus says, oh, well, that's what you want. Bang, I'll change that for you. You don't like your job. Bang, look, there's your job gone. But you didn't mean it that way. You just meant you were frustrated with the job today and you'd like a new one or you'd like the opportunity to make a choice. So be very careful at the moment with that. Uranus is sitting in the energy of Taurus. Now, the Taurian energy is the second sign of the zodiac and is usually quite stubborn and quite pig-headed. It's usually one of those energies where I sort of say things slow down. We've got to look at our principles. We've got to look at the things that are important to us. We've got to get our finances in order more on a personal level than on a, a we level. But also with Uranus sitting here, it's saying to us, we've got to shake up the systems. We've got to shake up our belief systems. We've got to look at things through a different set of eyes. We've got to be prepared to expect the unexpected. And this is part of the reasons why. I know I, I talk every week about Pluto and Capricorn being you know, one of the major players in the COVID pandemic. I also believe Uranus has a very, very large role in this as well because Uranus has been in Taurus now for a couple, about two and a half, three years. And since the time that he's been in there, we've seen a lot of changes with governments and things like that around the world. We've seen things that people never thought would happen, happen, and people voting a certain way or maybe not exercising their, their, their right to vote in the right way or then turning around saying, oh, I didn't really want that. Oh, I didn't know that that was going to happen. So it's sort of like, you know, things have happened for reasons, I think, to shake us up, to wake us up, to say, come on, guys, you've got to take a little bit more responsibility for what happens in your own country. You can't just blame it on the rest of the world because America does this or the United Kingdom does that or Africa's done this or South America's done that. You have to take responsibility for what you're doing. Now, Uranus does sort of like to sort of shake things up, as I said, but at the same time, what comes behind that or comes out of that can be some brilliant ideas or some solutions or different ways of attacking or looking at things that we wouldn't have thought of had we not had the disaster or the catastrophe or the, the the shocking result that we weren't expecting and all of a sudden now we've got to find some creative solutions and some new ways of looking at things and when the dust settles, things actually become much more positive and much more progressive and to our liking and we think, oh, that wasn't that bad after all. If that hadn't happened, we wouldn't have gained this, this and this and this and this. 
So Uranus is actually holding hands with the moon. Now, the moon moves through signs every two and a half days. So the moon is the fastest moving planet we have in the solar system. So it moves very quickly. So the energy of being emotional is probably not going to be there for very long, maybe another 12, 14 hours. But it's interesting in the way that the moon's energy is being shaken up by Uranus at the moment. It's asking us to voice our opinions. It's asking us to think about why we're feeling so uncomfortable emotionally-wise. What is it that we can change? Is it time to sort of stand up or write that, you know, email to your local member of parliament and tell them what you're unhappy about? You know, now's the time to do it because you can put your message across in a very articulate sort of way where you probably will get their attention. Wouldn't that be amazing? So the final part of, of what's in, in Taurus is the part of fortune. And this is, again, one of the Arabian parts. It's not where we look for money in the chart. It's where we look for where we can gain our greatest good in our lives that, that puts us in a fortunate position. Now, it's not actually holding hands with either one of the two previous planets that I spoke about, but it is in Taurus. So I think it's giving a little bit of weight to that we can find the stability factor in our lives if I think if we all work together as a team, and I mean a team around the world, and I think there is some very interesting data coming out on the vaccines and people are sort of starting to say, well, hang on a minute, maybe we've rushed this a little bit. I'm not a medical person. I can't speak on that. But what I'm saying is at least we're giving, we're being given the information. Maybe 50, 100 years ago, we would have got even less information than what we get today. So that we have to be thankful for. Sometimes I know we feel like we go into digital overload with so much information. How can we possibly process any more? But we have to look on the flip side and say at least we have the opportunity to know what's going on, and that's very important. Of course, we still have Pluto sitting in Capricorn, being there since 2008. We'll be there for at least another 12 months. Pluto's sort of trying to bring things out into the light. He's trying to take the stuff out of the darkness, bring it to the light, and one of those classic things that's happening with that is we see a lot of politics around the world where women's rights are becoming more and more the focus, more and more in the spotlight of how women are treated in the workplace and how they've been treated as second-rate citizens and underpaid and all those sort of things for a very, very long time. But equally as important, we're also seeing Indigenous rights or Black Lives Matter really gain momentum and not just in America, I see it around the world and I speak to lots of people around the world during the week. And, you know, people are sort of starting to sort of stand up and say, this is unacceptable. We shouldn't be able to just kill people because they've got the wrong coloured skin or we don't like the way they look. So there's a lot of movements that I think that are being brought out into the open at the moment that we all do have to deal with. They may be a little bit prickly. They may be a little bit uncomfortable. Oh, that's someone else's problem, not mine. Well, no, it's our problem. We all live in this planet. So we all have to start to take responsibility. And finally, the last bit I want to talk about is Neptune in Pisces. Now, Neptune in Pisces is sort of asking us to come out of the fog, stop being so dreamy, and let's start to get some really sort of serious answers coming from this because Neptune can help us look at things in maybe through a different lens that sometimes if we blur the lens a little bit, make it a little bit out of focus, when we do bring it back into focus, we can see things much more clearly than we could before. So we've got a big week ahead of us and I think each and every one of us have to be responsible for our own actions and to move things forward. 
So we're going to take our first caller, which is Michelle in Benton in Wisconsin. Are you there, Michelle? Yes, I am. You have a question? I can answer, Michelle. Um, will my life ever get better? <laughs> well, let's hope so, Michelle. I wouldn't like to think that your life's going to be stuck and stagnant the way you're feeling at the moment. I'd like to sort of. I'm a supreme optimist. I always think there's a better day around the corner. But let's be let's get a little <laughs> bit serious about this. Look, Michelle, the thing that's coming through to me is that there's been a lot of endings, changes, and transformations, and and that's okay. You're okay with that, but you sort of feel as if you've got stuck in certain parts of this that you can't seem to get it to move along. It's like, well, okay, look, I've been there, I've done that lesson. Why am I still bogged down or stuck in that particular part of the lesson? Why isn't it letting me progress? You know, go on to the next track on the record. Well, it will, I think, by the end of this month. I think what you need to do now, Michelle, is to sort of allow yourself this little bit of time to say, well, okay, I can just be Michelle. You know, if I want to go and clean a cupboard out, I can. If I want to sit down and watch a movie, I can. I don't necessarily have to be pushing and poking and prodding to try and make things move along because if you actually do that, what you're going to do is slow the process up. I think just enjoy this little bit of breathing space that you've got and turn it into a positive and say, well, it's okay. I can say I don't know at the moment because I just don't know and I don't not that I don't care. I don't need to be putting any extra energy into finding out why. Once we start to head into the month of May, you're going to start to find the wheels and the juices are going to start flowing again and ideas are going to start coming into you very, very fast, very, very thick. And it's like I'm going to feel sort of like almost overwhelmed with, you know, take a breath, slow down, let's just look at where you need to be going then. And then I think we can move forward again. I feel the second half of 2021 is going to be more action-packed than the first six months has been, where the first six months has been really sort of like I feel very heavy, I feel very weighed down, and I don't feel I'm making much progress. So were you looking to change your job, Michelle, because they're showing me a question mark around employment? I was looking for a new job, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, look, I'm not going to say it's not going to happen till after June. I'm just going to say let's just give yourself these next two weeks to just rest up. Then sort of, I think, really focus on what it is that you want. If you were, if you could write your own recipe for the the perfect job that you want, what would it be? And you know, then when we look at that, we might see that okay, well, to get that, I need to do a little bit more study, or I need to upgrade this or do that. So then we start collectively working on that and start looking at how we can make that happen. Rather than just changing your job and changing it from one location to another and really not improving it in any way, let's sort of make sure that we make a real definite change. I feel that there will be a new job somewhere between now and the end of June. I feel it will be slightly different to what you're doing now, but I'm going to say to you it's exciting, it's interesting, close to home, better money, but more importantly, you feel like you're heading towards something. It's like I feel I'm working towards my new future and this is a good thing. I don't feel uncomfortable with that. I feel it's the right thing and it's wonderful. So also to the other question mark that they were showing me, Michelle, was about the fact that you were making some changes around where you're living and I didn't see that as necessarily a move. I just felt it was like rearranging things or improving things and that's a good thing too. <laughs> so you're I think, totally right. <laughs> good. 
So I think overall, I think you're actually making progress and you don't feel you are. So stop being so hard on yourself, sweaty. You know, enjoy the next two weeks. Sit down with a nice cup of coffee and watch, turn the telly on and lose yourself in a few movies and just look at this as your time to relax and get recharged before everything takes off at, you know, a frantic pace again. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm redoing my floors right now, actually. <laughs> Good. These are the things that we sometimes don't have enough time to do and this is why the universe creates this sort of what feels like a stuck period because it gives us that time to do these jobs that we've put off or haven't had the time, the luxury of time to be able to do, Michelle. Okay, yeah, no. Can I ask you one more question? You're going to have to be very, very quick, Michelle, because I've got, I've got How about, 10 minutes left. Okay, okay, um... They, I talked to one once before, and they said that my dog, my old dog, wanted to be reincarnated. And she said that it would paw when I got a new dog, and it, is it him? Do, do you know That's that a really difficult or? question to answer because reincarnation doesn't necessarily say it's the next dog that comes into your life. It might be in the next lifetime. If you believe that this current dog that you've got is a reincarnation of your previous dog, then that's what you've got to go with. You're the only one that can answer that. You know, you'll know if there's similarities there. I'd be more inclined to think this one's got a personality of their own and they want to be, you know, enjoy the time with you and be remembered as being an individual and different, not necessarily a replacement of your previous dog. Anyway, that's where we've got to leave Michelle. We're going to go to Jennifer in Angus in Ontario in Canada. Are you there, Jennifer? I am. Have a question I can work with, Jennifer? Uh, I'm just, I'm just looking at, um, like, uh, career-wise for my family, okay. if I'm supposed to be, like, where you see me in my career, really. Okay. Jennifer, I feel at the moment, I don't know that there's necessarily what I'd term as any change or promotion in your career. They're showing me September. They're showing me that whatever the changes are or whatever that you've been striving towards, won't manifest until September. Now, I know that still sounds a long way off. It's five months away. But I feel during this time, what I want to sort of suggest to you is make sure that everything that you're working on or everything that you're doing is up to the minute. You know, like, are your skills up to the minute for the type of work that you want to do? I think it's time now that you need to take a little bit of initiative and make sure, even in your own time, that you're right to the minute. And that way then, that will show in your work performance at work because you'll have a newfound confidence. I'm not totally convinced that the company that you're working for at the moment really appreciates everything that you do. I just sort of feel they say, yeah, 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 you know, Jennifer's great, but, you know, they don't really give you that acknowledgement. They don't really give you the reward for that. I just sort of feel in September there's going to be a choice. You'll have an opportunity to take a different role within the company that you're in, which feels a little bit uncomfortable to me. It's sort of almost like they're calling it a promotion, but you're sort of seeing it as a step sideways. Yeah, there might be a bit more money involved in a few different duties, but to you it's really not a promotion as such. And this is going to start you thinking, do I say yes to this? And then I've got to lock myself in for a, a reasonable period of time before I can look at making a change? Or is this a sign that it's time for me to start looking at what my options are? My suggested course would be take the role 
And that gives you a little bit of luxury of time to then work out whether this really suits you. Is this what you want to be doing? Is this the company you want to stay with? Then it gives you the luxury to sort of start looking around at your own pace for something better or keeping an eye out in case something better comes along. So it's putting you in a position of choice instead of, oh, I've got to make a decision today and sort of in, and having to do it in a hurry, which you might regret a little bit later on. I feel that you'll stay in the current with the current company for at least another 12 months. But I, I sort of feel in that time there'll be a lot of changes there as well. So it's almost like sort of just hold on to your hat. Things are going to change anyway, even though it may not be to your liking at the moment. There's a lot of things to go on behind the scenes that you're unaware of yet, which will put this company in a much stronger position. And I think then you'll want to grow with the company. So I think just hang on in there, Jennifer. And also I feel for you too, you've been getting some very strong dreams recently. I want you to start being aware of what they are, write them down, even if they make no sense, because there seems to be a lot of activity coming from the other side and not necessarily anyone in particular, but they seem to be putting it to you in dream form, which may not make a lot of sense or relate to current events in your life, but it will in time. And that's why I'm saying, suggesting to you to write it down or record it in some way so that you've got a point of reference when these things come up. You can go back and look at it and say, oh, wow, I see how that fits in now and what they were trying to share with me at the time. So you've got a fairly busy year ahead of you, um, Jennifer. And I'm, when I'm talking about a year, I'm talking about the next 12 months, not just the remainder of 2021. The next 12 to 18 months, I think, are going to be fairly action-packed, lots of choices, lots of changes. And in the midst of that, and I think early part of 2022, will come the decision of whether or not it's time to move residents. And I feel the answer will be yes then, but at the moment I don't think it's right. So has that helped you with your career question, Jennifer? Uh, yes, Absolutely. Good. And, and you need to be a little like bit more... in life wise settling down yes. in the next like few months. Yeah, it is like gonna settle down. For me. But, yeah, it will settle down, but I still want you to be aware of nothing is ever set in concrete. You know, we still have the opportunities to make changes and choices if we feel strongly about it. Just because, you know, what I've said is what they were sharing with me today, you still have free will. You're still the one driving the bus. No one else is driving it for you. You can drive it, stop it, get on and off when you feel like it. You know, you're in control of your own life. The other thing that they were sharing with me is that you need to make sure that you're getting enough water in your daily diet and also make sure that even if you don't feel like cooking or eating or whatever, make sure whatever you're putting into your mouth is nutritious. It doesn't always have to be elaborate. Sometimes it can just be something as simple as some fresh vegetables and a piece of cheese. You know, you might feel like cooking, but at least then you've got the nutrition because you're going to need this extra nutrition to help you continue to go on. So that's where we're going to leave Jennifer now. We've come to the end of the show again, and it's really interesting, you know, how quickly the show goes by. I want to just take a moment to acknowledge it was David Cassidy's 71st birthday this week. So consequently, I have some beautiful jewellery on today that is from his made by his drummer, Terry Cote, and she released some new jewellery yesterday in the honour of his birthday. So for all of you, the David Cassidy fans around the world, and I know there's many of you, not just me, let's leave you with a song, How Can I Be Sure? Until next week. Bye for now. Bye.